0: Hello, hello and welcome to My Tennis Journey, where we aim to bring compelling tennis stories to life. As you're listening today, it'd be amazing if you could hit subscribe or follow. It's free, you know. So, hey everyone. Um, Yeah, this is a, a, a podcast on an area where I'm really passionate about it. This is about being a tennis parent. Um, clearly, I'm a tennis coach. I'm a tennis player, but also I'm a tennis parent of three children, all of whom compete. Um, and it's fair to say, you know, that I understand what tennis parents go through when their children are competing. I understand that it can be really nerve wracking, that it can be really hard that it can be uh, distressing at times if you feel that something unjust has happened. I understand that it can be rewarding. It can be amazing. I understand that it's like a seesaw that goes up and down of emotion. And I think um, I've been to goodness knows how many tournaments as a tennis parent, you know, not as a county captain, but or as a coach, but which I have, but as a tennis parent, I've been to a lot of tournaments now, and I've seen some things which, frankly, have made me kind of want to record this podcast to try and help because behavior at, at tournaments sometimes isn't perhaps always what it should be. But the, you know, this podcast is not about that, this podcast is about trying to give you some tips of maybe some things that I've learned over the years and things that I've learned from speaking to experts in the field of tennis parenting, like Lisa Stone, like Mark Tennant, uh, from doing the the LTA course, which is available for coaches to help tennis parents, which is a really good course. Um, So, yeah, I mean, here's what I think. Um, I think that when you're, at a tennis tournament, my number one piece of advice is don't get involved. Um, I know that, you know, parents like to watch and I get that. I get that. I don't think all parents do, but I do get that it's it's nice to watch uh, your child. But I think, you know, once the child's out there, wherever possible, don't get involved. So I've seen over the years parents get involved in line calls challenging line calls um trying to coach their children i uh i've seen a lot of that and i I don't think it's helpful one of the great life skills tennis brings you is learning independence um learning how to deal with um stressful situations learning how to deal with disappointments learning how to go again and actually i think just letting the players be independent on the court wherever possible is the way. I mean, you know, I do think that if a player feels something unjust has happened, that there is a way of dealing with that, that can still enable a parent not to get involved. So, you know, the player can put their racket up and at that point, a court supervisor should, should come and help or the referee should come and help. Are they going to overturn that decision I think it's unlikely, but the, the 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 chances are that the court supervisor will then really keep an eye on the match for a while. And that's a good thing because uh, then, uh, you know, there's somebody there to help. I think, I mean, the thing, the way that I try and deal with, with watching is, is trying not to let emotion show when I'm watching a match. I'll try and smile, whatever happens. If, you know, if I'm going to clap, I'll clap my child shots, but I'll also clap the opposition shots. I think that's important, but where possible, you know, I try and just gently smile and maybe do some breathing techniques. Um, I think that when it comes to um, preparing your players for tournaments, I think it's really important to focus on what the player can control. So wherever possible, try and not to focus on on winning and losing because winning and losings um kind of outside of the control. Your player may play an amazing, amazing tennis player who's at a different place on the journey. Your player may get beaten as a result. It doesn't mean your players played badly. It could be absolutely the opposite. They may have had the best match ever. So try and avoid, go straight in with, You know, after a match, did you win? Try and avoid going into a match going, go on, you can win this one. Try and put the focus on the things that you can control. Um, so you control your effort, you can control your attitude, you can control what it is that you're working on. Are you working on your first serve percentage? Are you working on attacking on the forehand side? Are you working on getting to the net and volleying? all these things you can control and that's what I reckon players should focus on and and just to add losing is a big part of tennis it's okay to lose in fact it's pretty much inevitable you know if you look at at Wimbledon um in a singles draw you've got 128 players there can only be one winner 127 of those are going to lose. We went to Wimbledon a few years ago. We looked at Taylor Fritz's records uh, because we were watching him on the ATP tour. He won 50%. He lost 50% of his matches. Tennis, you're going to lose. You know, don't fear losing. I really feel that, like, if you don't fear losing, if you can accept that losing is part of the journey, you're going to play with more freedom. And do you know what? If you play with more freedom it might mean you're going to win a little bit more. So other things uh, as a tennis parent, I think having a real positive uh, relationship with your coach and the coach hopefully advising on some uh, tournaments that are suitable for the player. I think this is something I can get better at, something I can work on. But, you know, there's various different grades of tournament from the club tournaments uh, which is just an internal tournament all the way through to it goes from grade fives, which is your more sort of county level, grade fours, grade threes, your sort of regional level, grade twos, your national level, which one's right for your player. I think um certainly in a, a lesson we learned early on is if you pick the wrong one, then the chances of there being a mismatch are high. So speak to your coaches, speak to your county coaches, speak to people, who've got the experience there's a there's a very good tennis parents facebook group i'll put a link on it um that that that's called the tennis parents community there's questions you could ask there um so yeah i think you know choosing the right sort of tournaments and and not judging on the the winning and losing is is really really important so what else fun 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 I can't emphasise enough, Um, I spoke to Andy Woods uh, from the Derbyshire Institute of Sport. He coached uh, Great Britain at the Olympics in badminton a number of times. He was a professional badminton player. He was a great sportsman uh, as a junior. And I asked him why he chose badminton. And it's the one that he had the most fun with. So if the fun goes out of the game for your player, do you think they're going to want to keep playing? You know, you, you want to spend your spare time doing something that you love. If you don't love it anymore, why would you keep doing it? So I think that wherever possible, the fun needs to stay in the game, particularly for these juniors. You know, I get that if it gets to a professional level, that there's a serious element involved. But these are often juniors of nine, 10, younger, or maybe a bit older. The fun needs to be there. So wherever possible, keep that fun element. I think another really important thing is asking your player, you know, even, you know, we have a, a nine-year-old, asking them regularly, you know, are they enjoying it? Are they enjoying the competing side of it? What is it they enjoy about the game? And try and let it be their answer and try and be led by their answer, not necessarily what your perhaps intuition tells you i think your intuition should be should be at least informed by what the player wants to do i think the most important thing from a tennis point of view is that the players hopefully stay in the game and my belief is they'll stay in the game if they're having fun with it so yeah um i'm just making this little podcast because we've got club championships coming up we've got county training resuming and I've been to so many tournaments and every time after I leave a tournament, I think about elements within that tournament and the role of a tennis parent is one I ponder more than most. And uh, the podcasts that I've done with people have really helped me. I'll put links on there to those too. Um, But I think we all need help and support in these areas. I'm very open to that as a tennis parent. So I hope at least this has helped in some small way. Um, Please do keep in touch. Any questions, any thoughts, love to hear from you always. And uh, yeah, here's to keeping the tennis adventures going. Take lots of care. Bye-bye. That's all for today, but thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoyed that, please do hit the subscribe or follow button so you keep up to date with new episodes. And we look forward to welcoming you back to My Tennis Journey very soon.